You want to take it from the top? Yeah, let's try it. Okay. He will rock you. He Coming to you live, semi-live, from uh, Casa de los Idiotas. Uh, this is Rob, the Cigar Store Idiots. Um, thank you for coming into uh, this little mini episode that I'm about to do. <clears throat> I am uh, alone. I'm flying solo. Tyler and Andrew won't be with us today. Um, I am recovering from a kidney stone procedure. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, this thing's about killed me. I know that uh, John and Yoko wanted to start a revolution from their bed, and I'm literally just trying to pass a kidney stone, jelly bean size uh, stone from my kidney from mine. So thank you for coming in and, and being a part of it. Want to get into it and just tell you guys what we got going on. We got a big 2021 year coming up. Uh, we are we're moving forward. We're trying to get some things going uh, in uh, the growth of this podcast has is, is been kind of cool. It's uh, It's been something that's kind of been unexpected. Uh, we, we come out and we do this thing. We put ourselves out there to do this podcast and uh, the feedback and the listeners and the way it's growing is pretty, pretty cool. It's pretty impressive. So um, we want to thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for liking and subscribing. Uh, that's, that is the future of this podcast is uh, getting it into your hands and you sharing it with your people and your people sharing it with, with their people. So, uh, thank you very much. We just recently looked and we've got listeners in Norway. So it's pretty crazy for me to sit and think that somebody, somebody somewhere in Norway has listened to my country ass talk about whatever we talk about. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of it. Um, want to get into what we are doing next. We are looking for sponsors. We're looking for advertisers, uh, and we have started that process. And so we want to let, let you know that we're not going to bombard our podcast with, uh, with advertising, and we're not going to bombard it with um, ads and things like that. We still want to get to the good content, the good stories, uh, but we do want to grow this thing. This is the future of our business. This is the future of some of these people's business that are actually advertising with us. So we're we're, we're trying to grow our business and we're, we're trying to help these guys grow theirs as well. So, uh, without further ado, I don't think I've said that in a while. Well, at least since the last episode. So, uh, want to, want to let everybody know that we are working with Duke Cannon Supply Company. Duke Cannon Supply Company, a great company. They make all of these, uh, wonderful big ass bricks of soap that smell like a man that's made for a man or, uh, or chicken wants to smell like a man. I don't know. Um, you know, they've got beard oils, colognes, body washes, uh, it, all these things that, that they have. Uh, it's amazing. I use the products. Um, customer service is great. The online application is easy. Uh, you get in there, uh, you order what you want and they send it to your house. It's that easy. 
so you will go to our website, www.cigarstoreidiot.com. Go to our sponsors and advertising. Look down there, find Duke Cannon Supply Company. Click on the link and order your stuff, man, and start smelling right. You know, that's the only way to do it. One cool thing about these guys is a veteran-owned company. We're looking for veteran-owned companies. Uh, these veteran-owned companies, uh, a portion of the sales goes towards back towards helping the veterans. So Duke Cannon Supply Company. Uh, Rep Sports. Rep Sports is another company that we're working with now. Um, whey proteins, pre-workouts, test boosters, uh, recovery, sleep aids, uh, raise energy drinks, all under this umbrella. These guys... We use, I use their products. The products are great. Uh, customer service is great. You click on the link, uh, you order what you want. Make sure you use the promo code, uh, C S I P O D zero one. That is your promo code. That's what you're going to use. That's going to get you some savings. Uh, I want to introduce into our podcast family, uh, Caleb Holloway, state farm agent, Caleb Holloway. You're literally one quick click and quote away from saving some serious money on your auto and homeowner's insurance. Uh, go to www.cigarstoreidiot.com. Go to the sponsor and advertising, find Caleb Holloway state farm, click on that, uh, click on his website and uh, get you a quote, start saving some money on your insurance. Uh, fellas, here we go. I mean, it is what it is. Let's keep the jewels clean for the holidays. We all want to avoid the sweaty balls. Uh, ball wash, uh, ball wash is a company that, uh, that is catered, uh, towards the fellas uh, to take care of their fellas. So, uh, once again, you go to our website, www.cigarstoreidiot.com, click on the link and use promo code CSI one. I'm sorry, CSI POD zero one. That is a promo code that you're going to use for them as well. Uh, and then order some stuff and take care of your boys. Your ladies like it when you take care of your boys. So we are building this thing. Uh, we are building this podcast. This podcast is uh, it's going to grow. And if you want to be a part of it, we'd love to have you be a part of it. Um, also, we have great merchandise at our website. Uh, you know, hoodies. We've got T-shirts, baseball tees, logos, uh, disc, uh, decals, sorry, uh, logo decals. Um, hats, man, these people need to get their shit together up in Washington state so they can finish my hats and send them to us. Uh, hats should be in December 29th as that's our, that's the story and they're sticking to it. So hopefully that's what's really going to happen. So one thing that I've noticed since we started doing this podcast, we're on Twitter, uh, you know, all social medias, things like that. Um, and all the other podcasts that that are on those social medias. Everybody is so supportive, man. This podcast community is so supportive. I've, I don't think I've ever been a part of something where people are genuinely uh, like genuinely supportive of one another. Um, you know, it's really cool. Um, you know, we're turning on people to other people's podcasts and they're, they're doing likewise they're doing us as well. So, um, I mean, I really do appreciate everybody that's being a part of what we're trying to do here. So, uh, we're, we're looking for really, uh, big things in 2021, a uh, big year coming up. So we've got some some big names that we're we're trying to get scheduled in to actually come in and do some podcasts with us. This is this is people that like I literally am like sit there and look at the list and go, I can't believe this person's going to talk to us. I mean, it's just it's just freaking insane. So, but uh, but again, thank you everybody, thank you everybody for uh for being a part of our growth and and what we're doing. So, um, what I want to get into today 
is I'm a big movie buff. I love movies. I watch movies whenever I can, whenever I have time, uh, which here lately is not really a lot of time to do that. Um, one of the greatest worst movies I think that was ever made that I want to talk about today, uh, was Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights, man, it was, uh, it was pretty innovative. It was kind of risky. It was a risky movie to get out there. Uh, we had some people that actually launched their careers off of this thing. Uh, you know, Boogie Nights was <clears throat> made back in 1997. Uh, director Paul Thomas Anderson had a vision to, to bring, uh, this movie to light. It's based loosely off of, uh, two adult, um, uh, entertainer, inter oh, actually an, an adult entertainer and a director uh, back in the seventies and eighties. Um, you know, of course we're talking about, <clears throat> we're talking about John Holmes and we're talking about uh, Bob Chin, the director. So, and it's based off the series that they used to shoot as uh, the adult entertainment. It was a detective series that they made. So, some names in this movie. You got, of course, Mark Wahlberg. You got Heather Graham. You got Don Cheadle. You got John C. Riley, which is awesome. William H. Macy, Burt Reynolds, uh, Julianne Moore, Louis Guzman, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman couple of other folks man this this movie's just loaded with with some some really good actors so um all right so the cool thing was uh when they started this movie it basically when this movie was done it skyrocketed mark Wahlberg. mark Wahlberg was not a um he wasn't a lead guy he was just uh he'd been in basketball diaries uh he did music and he did modeling he was the funky bunch and he wore calvin klein's wasn't was looking to make that transition so, uh, and then Burt Reynolds, it basically revived his career. You know, Burt Reynolds' career had stalled out. You know, he's a big actor back in the 70s and 80s, Smoking the Bandit, Deliverance, and he, just a list, list, long list of movies that Burt Reynolds has been in. So, um, so what you may not have known was instead of Mark Wahlberg being, being Dirk Diggler, they actually were looking to cast Leonardo DiCaprio and Joaquin Phoenix. So those were two that uh that they were looking at uh above mark Wahlberg. um joaquin phoenix basically just said hey i'm not you know the content i'm not comfortable with it i don't think i, I want to be a part of it so he he stepped away from the movie leo had and this is this is wild leo had already signed on to do titanic so he he was not available to do the film uh, but he did he recommended because he was in basketball diaries with mark Wahlberg. he he recommended they they reach out to mark for this role and just think about how crazy it would be if Leonardo DiCaprio would have been Dirk Diggler and he didn't do Titanic. So what kind of a twist that would have put in, in, in the movie world and how, you know, people got roles and things like that. So pretty wild to think about that. So they did contact Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg got in there. And of course, like I said, he was looking to make that transition from his music and uh, modeling career. Um, they gave him the script and he was kind of leery of doing it because he, uh, back in the nineties, uh, erotic thrillers was huge. It was a, it was a big, it was a big movie market and basic instinct was a blockbuster it had Sharon Stone in it. So it made all this money. So a lot of directors were trying to make these types of movies. Um, unfortunately there was one movie that was made and the movie was made in 1995. It's called Showgirls, and it was a flop. It was terrible. And, uh, it had um, Elizabeth Berkeley, who was Jesse Spano from uh, Saved by the Bell. That was going to be her leap from TV into the film industry. It had an NC-17 rating. 
and uh, it was it was the movie was straight doo doo. It was bad. It was just real bad. So, um, uh, the director for Boogie Nights wanted to he wanted to make Boogie Nights an NC seventeen movie. He was going to make it three hours long, and it was going to be graphic, uh, a lot more graphic than it was. Um, but the movie houses wouldn't play it. Only specific movie houses would play it, and it wouldn't get as it wouldn't get as much uh, you know circulation. Uh, and so Mark Wahlberg was kind of leery of taking the movie and he almost walked away from it because he didn't want to happen to him. What happened to Elizabeth, um, Elizabeth, um, Berkeley with uh, boogie night or with uh, showgirls Cause it basically ruined her career. I mean, she, she was done with movies after that. She couldn't land a role doing anything. Uh, luckily they're doing a reboot to save by the bell. I guess she'll get a couple of shots on that where she can, uh, take some diet pills and think she's so excited or, or tell kids not to do that. Cause it's bad for them. So I don't know. But anyways, they trimmed it down, trimmed the movie down. They cut some of the stuff out, uh, some of the content out, and they, they got it to an hour and 55 minutes long, which is pretty long time, and uh, they they got it to an R rating. So that way the movie was going to be able to be shown uh, throughout, you know, throughout all the movie houses. It was fine. So um, Mark read the script. He was on board. Uh, you know, Burt Reynolds, he, he got him on board. Um Burt Reynolds played the part of uh, of uh, Jack Horner, the director. What you may not have known, there was five of the people that they wanted other than Burt Reynolds. You had Harvey Keitel, Bill Murray, which is wild if you think about Bill Murray, Albert Brooks, uh, Sidney Pollack, and Warren Beatty. They actually were either unavailable or they just turned the role down. They just they just weren't into it. That wasn't their thing. So so they ended up with Burt Reynolds, which I think was great. Uh, which he was great in this movie. Uh, and you hear all these other little things I'm about to tell you about. It's kind of funny, too. Um, Roller Girl. Uh, they initially wanted Drew Barrymore for Roller Girl. And uh, she turned the movie down. She turned the role down. She also was offered Showgirls, uh, which was the movie we just talked about. And you kind of wonder if she would have been in the movie, if she would have been in Showgirls, if it would have saved that movie. But uh, I'm going to have to give that a big a definitive no because, man, it was awful. I don't think anybody could save that movie. So they ended up with a young actress uh, that really hadn't done a whole lot, Heather Graham. Heather Graham was Roller Girl, and uh, she did a great job in it. Uh, she's, you know, it's it, the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, of course you got to be old enough to watch it. But the movie's just interesting, just the whole storyline and the way it is, and um, so it, it's kind of true to what was going on back in the seventies and eighties in the adult film industry. And uh, they actually brought in Ron Jeremy, who's an adult film star. Uh, and they let him consult. They did the consulting. Uh, and he was actually worked heavily on the set of where they were in the 70s. He worked heavily on the set. And he even went on record as to say he'd gave an interview and said that it was uh, an accurate depiction of a certain group of people in the in the uh, adult film industry at that time. And uh, But those weren't his people. He didn't hang out with those people because, quote, he wasn't into murder and drugs. So, uh, and when he, when he talks about murder, he talks about, you know, he's referring to John Holmes. Uh, and John Holmes had got into, in, in real life, he got into an incident, uh, in the Wonderland murders. Uh, there were some people killed and things like that. And he was a part of it. And But we're going to do a podcast on that as well, too. So that's a whole other story. And that's a great story, too. Um, William H. Macy, his, uh, his actual movie wife on, on the show on the movie was actually a true adult film star. Her name was, uh, Nina Harley Hartley. I'm sorry. Uh, and, uh, she went on record stating that she felt kind of ostracized, uh, 
on the show on the movie just because it was like uh, us against it's a us against them. Uh, so they they treated her you know kind of different because she wasn't an actress. You know she she just filmed movies with her clothes off. I don't know. So um, another another cool thing, uh, you know Don Cheadle his role. Uh, they actually wanted Samuel Jackson to do to play that role. So probably if they had Samuel Jackson playing Don Cheadle's role. Probably would have had the F word enough times to get an NC seventeen rating. So, uh, but yeah, he turned it down. And the the thing about Sam Jackson, he's known in Hollywood for not turning anything down. I mean, this man did snakes on a plane, and, but uh, he wouldn't do uh, he didn't do boogie nights, and which is kind of you know I think he probably looks back on it and probably wishes that he would have probably done that movie. So I mean, he's done some great movies and he's done some kind of stupid movies too. So uh, Burt Reynolds, go back to Burt Reynolds. He absolutely hated this movie. He hated everything about it. He hated being on set. Uh, there was a time where uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, the director, and Burt Reynolds had got into a verbal altercation uh, where Burt Reynolds kind of talked down to him because, you know, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's a young guy. He's a young guy. Burt Reynolds is an old seasoned veteran in the in the movie biz. And so I guess he was he was, felt like he was being disrespected or talked down to and, uh, you know, you know, Bert let him know about it, and and Bert tried to punch him. So he was he actually was trying to whip his ass, and uh, they kept him away from each other. So, um, you got uh, which is which is kind of odd. Is is for for this movie? You think about this movie reviving uh, Bert Rolls, uh, Bert Reynolds' uh, movie career. I mean, he absolutely hated it. And when once he watched the screening of the movie, he watched watched the movie. He fired his agent for even suggesting that he'd be on this movie. And, uh, and he was nominated for an Oscar, which is insane. He was nominated for an Oscar in his role in this movie, but he absolutely despised being a part of it. He hated it. So another, another uh, fun fact here, funny part. I know if you hadn't seen the movie, there's a part where, um, you know, Dirk Diggler uh, and his, his cohort, they want to leave the adult film business and they want to start a music career. And so, there's a couple of songs which you heard the very first uh, the first of the podcast was "Feel My Heat," which is a which is a classic, and then uh, the song "The Touch" uh, that they did. The Touch was actually in the 1986 Transformers Kids cartoon movie. So uh, if you guys, uh, you know, if you you got the okay, Derek, you ready? Got the touch. Yeah, I was born ready, Nick. Let's go, man. All right, here we go. Here's here's the Derek touch. Diggler demo. Keep vocals up. You got the touch. Take seven. Excuse me, and if you don't remember the song, I'm sorry. It's going to be in your brain for the rest of the month. You got the touch. You got the power. That's about all I can take of that. So, uh, <laughs> so that's what you got. You got the touch. So, actually, on the Transformers uh, cartoon kids movie from uh, 1986, you can find that. So, a little fun fact there. Um, one of the biggest mistakes they almost made with this movie was they almost opened, they almost released this movie the same day, opening day, as Jurassic Park. Um, they were just throwing it out there, and they're like, "Well, this is an adult content. This is this. This is that. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna carry its own, you know, following its own group of people. We're gonna be successful with it." Uh, better, better heads prevailed. They had better conversations, and they decided not to open the same night Jurassic Park did. Uh, Boogie Nights made a uh, forty-three point one million dollars, uh, and then Jurassic Park rolled in 
uh, $618.6 million. So probably was a great, uh, a great move on their part, uh, for them not to, not to open the same night Jurassic Park did. Uh, Julianne Moore, uh, she played, um, you know, she played, she played the character Amber Waves. She ended up winning an Oscar for that role for best supporting actress. So Oscar nominations, people winning Oscars. I mean, this movie, uh, if you, if you look at it for what it was, you're thinking there's no way it would get this much traction. There's no way that it would get this much, uh, you know, uh, Academy buzz, but it did. I mean, it absolutely did. Um, Mark Wahlberg actually distanced himself from this movie. He, uh, he tried to, to remove himself from, you know, he, he doesn't like to talk about it. He's, uh, he's thankful that he did the movie, but he says it's one of his not so bright moments in his movie career. It's not one of his better roles that he took. Uh, but actually it's the role, man. This was the role. This is the role that he had that he took and absolutely skyrocketed his career. So it's kind of crazy. And yes, last but not least, Dirk Diggler's talent was a prosthetic. So that was not Mark Wahlberg. That was uh that was a prosthetic that he had to wear on set. And uh that's uh in case you didn't know that, that was uh that was uh that was not Mark Wahlberg. So uh, just so you know. So all right, that's gonna do it for this little movie review. Uh I appreciate you listening to this little mini episode. Uh you know, we're getting back on track. Everybody's busy with the holidays. Uh we're just all we're trying to schedule everything, get every everything uh in order. And get all our people back together. I'm missing working with Andrew and Tyler. Uh, so uh, very soon we'll be we'll all be sitting at the table together, uh, hatching it out, telling you guys another great story. So um, I appreciate I appreciate you guys sitting in, and uh, you know eventually this Kenny Stone's gonna get gone, and uh, I'm gonna feel better, and uh, I'll see you then. Take care. Wanna take it from the top? Yeah, let's try it. Okay. He will rock you. He will.